Hi, I'm Joel Gould and welcome to another edition of NRL.com's Pearls Preview Pod. We're in the second week of the final series. Steve Renoff, I'm with here in the QRL headquarters and it's all hotting up after a, a, an entertaining tri-fest in oh, the first round of the final. Definitely was that, Joel, and it was good to see. Um, you know, a few blowouts here, but um, some great rugby league played. Well, there was a lot of comebacks as well. The teams yeah. that went to early leads, uh, we saw them give them up. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, um, Penrith, I think, uh, were down early. They uh, were, against the Roosters. Yeah. Uh, South. 14-0. 14-0. It's amazing, you know, and uh, just to see uh, come back. I think... Um, well, Canberra were down 14-6. Yeah, Cam- Canberra were as well. So Melbourne were down 12-0. Yeah, what about that? It's just... just It just shows, though, um, you know, just the teams... Look at the teams that have come back. They're, they're the probably... You could nearly securely say they're, they're the real contenders. Because you know they they don't let that affect them, and they they're happy. You know they don't like to be in that position, but they're they're good enough to come back and win a game. Well, they are, and um, the Roosters nearly came back. We're the first um, the first final we have on Friday night in the NRL is between uh, the Roosters and the Raiders. Last year's grand finals mm. uh, up against each other again. Uh, the Roosters have got Jake Friend and Sonny Bill Williams uh, back from injury, so that's a big in for them. Now, the Raiders are unchanged from last week. What do you make of this Roosters team? Are they are they tired? Are they, yeah. are they have they got another? Have they got a, a second wind in them? Well, they really need it. I, I go from what I see. I, I think they're tired. I, I saw a bit of commentary from Gus Gould around that. I, I don't know whether he's saying it directly just to fire them up, um, but I, I think they do look tired. Um, and that was a pretty full on match for them last week. They they gave hundred percent to nearly pull off. You know their comeback win um, that that could take a lot out of them, and I, I just can't. They're just not playing. You, you, we saw Robertson how how um, animated he was, which is very unusual. Um, he was frustrated because things just weren't going his way, or the team wasn't playing to to their normal standard. I think, and I think they're just a bit bit jagged at the moment. Well, I think it's more energy rather than abilities yeah. or lack oh, of yeah. t- t- technical nous or any of those things. Uh, well, well, it is because they're tired. You know, they're tired. They're mentally tired. Um, they've had pressure all year, um, let alone what's happened to COVID. That you know, they're they're back to back premiers. But, you know, being there, done that. That third year, if you're going for a three-peat, you're under the pump. Well, you weren't able to do it in '94. No, that's what I mean. So, you know, we do you remember the '94 season that well. I haven't got the details. Well, yeah, in we front of me, we, but, we uh, sort yeah. of struggled, and we we ended up getting ousted. Um, I think you know we we played in one of the major semis, and I think we beat Manly, and then next week, um, or oh, must. Yeah. Well, Canberra and no. Penrith won that. that yeah, sorry, so Can- we, we got knocked sorry, out. Sorry, Canberra and Canterbury played in the grand final. Yeah, so we got knocked out by North Sydney, which we probably shouldn't have, to be honest, um, down at SFS and. We really did. I, I got to watch that game only 18 months ago, and we played very ordinary football that day. So we virtually beat, beat ourselves, and Mill Sydney, to their credit, I think they, they got us by one point. Do you see something similar with this Roosters team? Could, yeah, I do. But just watching the way they played the last few weeks, um, you know, their season, I know everything else has happened, but, um, you know, they're a professional footy team. They've been sort of in and out of games. They haven't been... They haven't been their silky self, have they, in a number of games, to be honest. Mm. Um, so, uh, look, I, I think they'll struggle um, this weekend. Uh, Canberra are playing good footy. Like, you know, they're, they're on fire. And they got they got a lot of, you know, even players that you don't, the big names, they're all putting in. They're all playing some really good rugby league. 
Well, obviously, Tedesco is a, a big um, factor in this game, as is Kiri. Um, I, I think Jarabria Hargreaves and Taukayaha, we've seen them stand up so many times in big games. And uh, Jake Friend as well, and, and Sonny Bill's off the bench, although I don't I don't know what he's got. Hmm. I don't. Well, he's not the Sonny Bill of um, six years ago. He's not the big hit man that he used to be, and that's what it was. But he can't uh, expect him to be either. No, you can't expect him to be. So, but he'll add something different to him. You know, just that presence hmm. um, is is enough to, you know, uh, to to maybe put a bit of the the defence off. We saw Canberra very dodgy early on last week. They didn't seem to have any energy, and then that was that great intercept by George Williams to turn, yeah. turn the game. And and we saw White and Bully oh. put the foot down in the second half. Uh, I do like their ability to conjure something up when things aren't going well. I don't. I don't feel like they're ever beaten the Raiders. No, no, and uh, Ricky's got their mindset around that too. So it's a never give up attitude, and I think you know. You're playing that sort of footy, and if you're getting beaten on the scoreboard, you know you're good enough. You're just confident. You know, don't panic. Let's just go through them. Let's just go through what we know, and we'll, we'll scale ourselves back. Mm-hmm. Which they did that. And Whiten was a great call uh, by the commentary. I think Freddie Fittler made the call about, you know, just waiting to make the for uh, Whiten to make a two try second half, and lo and behold. Next two tries he scored. It was we, amazing. We've seen him do it against uh, against Canterbury, yeah. but that, that obviously Canterbury weren't going that flash. But I guess the point is that when the game looks like it's sliding away from Canberra, he he comes to the party. Okay, you're tipping Canberra by the yeah, side I, of it. I am. I, I, I just think um, they're, they're just going in. They're probably a bit fresher, um, and I, I think the poor old Roosters are a bit mentally jaded. Okay, we move on to Saturday night's game again at Bankwest between the Eels and the Rabbitohs. Uh, Blake Ferguson has been named on the wing as he's trying to get over that mm. leg injury. It looked pretty serious, but it was serious for M- M- Mike Sevo, who's um, out with an MCL. Yeah. That's uh, bad news. And Neocore is uh, suspended, so Ray Stone comes in for him. Not 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 too bad. Um, uh, Wayne Bennett's named the same 17 that demolished the Knights after a rickety start last week. This is a hard game to pick, but it is. South Sydney did towel up Parramatta 38 nil. Yeah, that's right, and they've just been on that little purple patch, aren't they? Uh, the Rabbits, and um, you know, I had a had a text interchange with Wayne, and he just you know talking about how much we enjoy the footy they're playing and the tries that they're scoring and. Um, you know, and that's because I know he loves that sort of footy, and when it comes together for him, um, you know that team's on, on track, and they've shown so much um, in the last few weeks uh, to to you know make people realise that they're real premiership contenders. Well, Tavita Totola had one of his best games last week. We've seen oh, that pop forward outstanding. Corey Allen, how good's he been? Oh. There's a link man. We thought with Latrell out. Yeah. And he's not Latrell Mitchell, but he is Corey Allen. And what have you liked about Allen? Oh, I just he's out. He's out there doing his job, you know. But um, I, I, I just and more probably. Yeah, and, and we probably thought. well, probably more in work rate and and getting around the field and busy. And um, you can't um, for someone to come in and replace a player like Latrell, but then just fit in, um, just shows that Wayne saw something in this this kid, and um, he's playing some you know really good rugby league. I love his hands. He's yeah. got those beautiful yep. hands where he and uh, he chimes in the back line and puts other people away. 
obviously we saw him the other week where he gave that try to Alex Johnson, but that's his style, isn't it? He's a very mm. selfless sort of player. Yeah. He's one of those guys that looks like he really would be great to play with. Yeah, he would be. And I think that's um, – he, he, he is. He's one of those players who, um, he, as you said, he's selfless. He, he looks to, you know – because I, I, saw, I saw in other games where there probably should have been a tip on, uh, but, you know, people – happens every week. Hold the ball and, you know, they've virtually sacrificed tries, but he doesn't do that. So, mm. um, as you say, he, he probably has a good vision of what's in front of him. Well, those raids of Cody Walker's uh, yeah. are going to really worry um, the Eels. I think Wanga Blake needs to get his um, defence in order. He's made some uh, defensive errors. Uh, the heart and soul of Parramatta is Clint Gutherson. But uh, we've seen Mitchell Moses not be able to take the game by the scruff of the neck. And mm. I know you always say um, about Alan Langer that he brought everyone with him. And, and that's what you've got to do as a halfback, don't yeah. you? If, if the, even if you're forwards, if you're not dominating the game. Well, you've got to be that difference. And, um, you know, we talk about that. And we talk about, you know, Lung, like Young did and, um, as a half. or and, and But um, obviously he's been the dominant half. Um, he, he's just playing careful. He's not really... For Broncos, yeah. Yeah, no, well, Dearden, but then uh, talk about Moses. He's slipped back into that. He's not go, He's not leading. Um, they really need him to do that. I think if he does, it'd make a huge yeah. difference, but I'm not seeing any evidence of it, to be honest. No. Uh, I don't know whether he's carrying an injury or, or whatever, but he's just sort of slipping on the eight ball at the moment. Well, it's going to be a great battle. Uh, we've seen uh, there's some really good ones here. Nathan Brown, a very contrasting yeah. player to Cameron Murray, that's for sure, but both very effective in their own way. Uh, you know, there's guys like Jaden Sewer, these great uh, hitting ability. Wayne, I spoke to Wayne last week. He likened him to Tony Carroll. Yeah, I saw that Tunza. Likened him to Tunza. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, it's a big is. rap, isn't it? Well, it is a big rap, but he's been doing the job. Joel, Joel we've been talking about him for weeks now, and mm. uh, the year he's had. <clears throat> well, he's on track for Origin, but he's got other fish to fry. That's yeah, for sure. And, definitely. And in this case, it's an eel. That's an so well, well, 17 eels well, to fry. Let's look at Damien Cook. Look at what a great game he had. Um, you know, mm. um, oh, yeah, set up a try, scored a try. That's an amazing try that he scored. You know, he got tackled, not tackled, but caught and then got up and ran again. Just a mm. smart player. Well, a few little niggles uh, with Walker, Reynolds, and Cook. Uh, mm. It would be interesting to see if that impacts them at all. Look, it's a home ground advantage for Parramatta, but I, I think South Sydney can get them. Yeah, so do I, mate. I, I, I just think this is a perfect storm for Wayne. Having the run in, he he's coming to the first week of the finals, played some playing good rugby league. I know they struggled a bit at the start, but to finish off a game like they did, that's that's perfect for him. Uh, he'll have these boys up for the next one for this one. Well, that's the thing with South. I, I, I think they can play better than what they. Well, have. that's right. They, they've, yeah. they've been a bit careless. Yeah. But exactly. I guess you, you can't have it both ways. I suppose if you're scoring over a hundred points in two weeks, hmm. uh, the, that style of football lends itself to a few errors. Well, they're doing something right in the middle in attack because the the expanse and the way they're playing from the back, it means they're doing something right in the middle. So they just got to keep that going. Yeah, well, I'm tipping South Sydney on yeah. that one. So um, be very interesting to see how far South Sydney can go. Okay, well, we move to the um, the NRLW. We've got the Warriors up against the Roosters in the in the first game. Um, that's that's right. Uh, yeah. The Roosters had a big win. They did, yeah. Uh, last week, uh, Charlotte Catholic, um she debuted pretty. I thought she had a great game for a debut rugby league. Well, well she she's gone to the to fullback uh, in this game because well. of an injury. So, 
I mean, how good was it? What a great thing. She, a lot of pressure on her, but she came to the fore, didn't she? Yeah, she's an athlete, you know, and um, uh, she she just showed, and she showed how tough she was as well. She she took a few whacks, and, um, you know, she uh, she got up and kept going. And um, I, I thought maybe that was cause of injury. I, I thought at times they didn't go to her enough. Um, uh, the, the, you know, the part bits that I watched, that would have been probably more in the second half, um, whether or not it, she'd already got her injury. Um, but I would have given her the ball a lot more. That's probably why they got her at fullback. Um, she can get the ball on her hands. Well, that's right. Um, you know, like the 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 the, uh, the the Roosters having started with a win, the Warriors with a loss. Uh, this is a big game. If the well, it is, Warriors yeah. lose this one, their chances of making yeah. the final are very remote. I, I, I can't see them. Um, I, I saw the Broncos Warriors match, and the Broncos once again were just precise discipline. They're, they're, they're going to be very hard to beat, but um, um, you know they sort of they open the, the Warriors up a bit, um, and I think the Roosters, are, are, you know, for me they'll, they'll win this one. I think so. I think the Roosters can get that game. Now, the Dragons are playing the Broncos at Bankwest Stadium. The Dragons with Sam Bremner uh, at fullback, uh, back Isabel Kelly, uh, Maddie Studden. Kezi Apps is star-studded, aren't they? Like, they are. <laughs> you, you, and, and Sergis. You, you there's a few extra... There's a few old Bronco names in that amongst that, isn't there? There's Stephanie Hancock as well. <laughs> yeah, Steph Hancock. Um, she's playing for the Dragons. Look, there's no reason Keely Davis... She's got a good yeah. team, the Dragons, on paper, but... Um, Han- Hancock's a machine, and she, she, she's hard to stop. Um, she had some great runs last week. Um, you know, I... But the Broncos, so how about this Tamika Upton they've unlocked? Oh, I know. At fullback, how good she? Amazing, yeah. So she um, she scored a hat-trick, first ever, in, in the LW. What did you like about her performance? Oh, I just I just love the way she runs the ball, to be honest. Um, she was very good, you know, with the whole running, and she's very elusive, but quick, um, and, you know, she's tough as well. Yeah, the Broncos just can't keep... Uh, um, they're just disciplined, aren't they? And the, I think the, their key is... Um, uh, sorry, Ellie Brigginshaw is just amazing. Um, you know, she probably really could probably you know player of the match. Player of the match, to be honest, uh, quite mm. easily hands down. She just runs the show. Mm. She seems one of those players that's almost untouchable, isn't she? Yeah, like you, like you, you don't see anyone stop her, really. No, she. she and, and I actually watched her in defence, and she's she's aggressive. Like she's got she's got the whole thing going, you know. And it just reminds me of you know. Of a really good rugby league player, and she's just in there. She, she, you know, she just gives a hundred percent no matter what she's doing. Well, but very, very smart about it. Yeah. Well, Dad played for Queensland, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, represented Queensland on tour. Yeah. In, in, um, he must be so proud, honestly, because she, she is a gun player. It was Larry, wasn't it, Larry Brigginshaw? Um. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. He rep- uh, definitely represented Queensland. I know yeah. he played. He played in that Wally Lewis era. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, there's a lot of players I don't know, Joel, because I grew up in the bush, as you know. So mm. um, No, but her dad was a queen. Mm. Like she was growing up in that, with, surrounded by rugby league, and it seems like she's absorbed it all by osmosis. Oh, because amazing. She's, <laughs> she's a bit like a women's version of Cameron Smith, only in a different position, isn't oh, she? Oh, yeah. Really? No, she say? is. Oh, without a doubt, mate, she just runs the show and does it at ease. Yeah, good side, the Broncos. Millie Boyle oh. and uh, Chelsea Lenarduzzi up front. Lavinia Gould, Will of the Wisp there at mm. uh, Hooker. And yet, the the dragons you go through their team, and and they're, they're superstars of the women's game. It, it, it's uh, to watch the dragons. It must be. Uh, I think it's all to do with the way possibly they're coached, or then they 
they just lack a little bit of discipline. I always go back to this Bronco team, and that's why I think they'll go back to back. They play with great discipline. You can see that. You know, they stick into their game plan. They don't too too far off it. Um, and I think their discipline is what gets them through. Obviously, with great playmakers, um, but but yeah, they they stick to what they're coached. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, I can't tip against the Broncos. No. They're, they're the they're just unbeatable. Uh, well, they are beatable, I suppose, but they don't look like they're going to fall. They just all. look they're, like they're on go. their way to another grand final, to oh, me. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, I've picked them for the three peat. So. Sticking with them? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree, Steve. We're, we're agreeing. Oh, that, that was scary. We did that last week, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, I think we agreed on everything last week. How did we go? I, I think we did well. I don't think we dropped the game, did we? No. No, well, no, well, no I, we I, didn't. No, because... It, I tipped Penrith to win by a field goal, didn't I? You did too. You did too. Yeah, yeah, I did. did. Yeah, I did. did. I got one right. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> did you put any money on that? <laughs> no, I'm not allowed to do that. Oh, no. that's right. Sorry. But I'm not a gambler either. I don't, no. I don't gamble anyway. You're a lover, not a gambler. Well, I'm not a gambler. <laughs> and other vices, but that's not one of them. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, big news out of the Broncos this week. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, well, we knew Kevin was getting the job yeah. when we spoke last week, but he has got it now. Joel, he's just been clapped out of a restaurant. How about that, Joel? I read that story this morning. I thought that'll do me, and that—that's exactly what I've been saying. That's what he'll bring to the community. I'm, I'm more concerned about that's what he'll bring to the to the team. Yes. But to hear that story that he was clapped out of the port office, you know, the restaurant—that was amazing. And they stood up and clapped him on. You know, that, that's just amazing. You know, Kevy, yeah. and we've seen Kevy, how much it means to him. And I think when he told that story, he got a bit emotional. Well, but but that's a good thing. You know, people say, oh, that's a bit of his weakness. No, it's not because he's passionate. He can feed that to the playing group. Mm. Um, and what it means to him, um, you know, that it should mean the same to every player in that team. I suppose the next thing he's looking to get pl- clapped off is uh, ANZ Stadium <laughs> around October next year. Yeah, but no uh, that booze. might seem like a br- bridge too far. But um, th- th- oh, look, let's just let's just start. That's, with the that's start what he wants, isn't it? To be well, he clapped just, off a, a winning Suncorp Stadium would be a start. If if he first game next year they have a good win at, at um, Suncorp, they'll get a standing ovation. Um, coming off without a doubt. Mm. Well, a lot of expectation, and uh, we're, we're on the cusp of him naming his staff at the moment. I, I'm not uh, 100% sure on this, but I'm hearing that Terry Madison and John Cartwright. I spoke to someone that's got a pretty good grasp of this. Well, Box is local. He's been he's been Semi- doing a lot of work at East here in Brizzy. Yeah, uh, Terry Madison, that is. Sorry. Um, so yeah, that's he, he'd be a good get to be honest. Yeah. Very smart footy. I, I can't get. tell people that's over the line, but I, from what I'm, I am hearing, it sounds like it's. Uh, and look, I like those appointments. If Cartwright is there, he's a strong man and and, and has a presence. Players will listen. And he's and he's mates with Kevy. Um, you know from. I think we in '92 uh, we toured together. Yep. Um, with with Johnny Cartwright and um, so yeah, they they got on very well. And mm. I think they might have toured in '90 as well together. So mm. um, you know, uh, in both of those, if they are assistant coaches, um, very smart footy brains. Yeah, well, that's right. Terry Madison, as a player, was uh, one of those creators, very very creative style of a player. I imagine he'd bring that to the table as a as a coach. Yeah. Um, the uh, when I spoke to Kevin last week, when we did a story on just his appointment, and how happy he was, and it was a realization of a 
of a 20-year dream ever since he hung up the boots for the Broncos. He, he did mm. say this this coming week, the one we're in, was all about looking at the staff mm. and the rosters. I know he's got a lot of meetings at the moment trying to work all that out. So we'll, we'll see how that unfolds. Yeah. It's, yeah, not yeah. Easy yet. it's not easy with the roster because um, there's some guys on big money that he w- needs to perform. Mm. And I, I do hope that Jack Bird stays, I must say. I think... I, yeah, I know he, we haven't seen a lot, a lot from him because of his injury, but I still believe he 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 can do the job at fullback, and he's a premiership winner. And uh, he's, I, got, he's got a lot to offer. I, I feel so sorry for Jack Bird and everyone. Yeah. A lot of a lot of the public on social media get into him a bit, but he's just been unlucky. It's not that he's not ha, doesn't have a go. Mm. He's probably one of the few that when he was playing was having a go, and that's just his nature. You know, he has a go on the footy field. And he gives a hundred percent. He just hasn't been. He's just copping some serious injuries. Which it's is been terrible. cursed, but. The there was a couple of weeks ago, just before the Broncos season ended, I, I went over. I just saw him doing some kicking drills over on the second field, and I had a chat to him for about twenty minutes. And it was just a, a casual chat, um, but he did speak about the fact that he was hoping Kevy got the job. Mm. He said that he wanted to stay at the Broncos. Um, he, yeah, he he did mention that he wasn't a. He said, "I'm not a dud." Um, <laughs> not what people say. So, I just really liked his attitude. That, that's all. I, th- I thought, and also thought, well, here you are. He was practicing his kicks. He had a drill that he was doing, uh, trying to get the ball next to a, a pole. And there was a guy from the Broncos giving him points and all that. And um, his competitive nature was coming out. And look, I just thought, yeah, well, if Kevin gets hold of you, mate, and mm. you can have an injury-free run, then you know you can do the business. Oh, he's played Origin, you know, for the Blues. He, he's, you know, like. There's no way that, that he ever put his name in with, with the same word dud. That's just no. Well, wrong, he was talking to me know? about copying it from people and you yeah. Know, like, oh, exactly. And that, that, he, that he wasn't like a yeah, like he wasn't carrying on about it. But he was just saying, oh, "Look, I'm not. That's not what I am. No, I, I know. I know what I can do, and oh, I believe in him." Bird and I hope. Uh, I hope it all works out for him. Yes, I hope it works out me. for him at the Broncos, not somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, same, same. Okay, Steve. Well, um, thanks uh, for your thoughts. No worries, uh, big weekend of footy, of course. We forgot to mention, <clears throat> and we better we, before we uh, move on and, and call it uh, an, a day. Better talk about the Melbourne Storm and the Penrith Panthers a bit more. Uh, the Melbourne Storm very very clinical in their yeah. their performance, but Ryan Pappenhausen unbelievable. <laughs> How good was he? Two tries, two assists. He yeah. was involved in all four tries. To be honest, that yeah. that he didn't score. That is. Yeah. How good's he? Mate, a great player. As you know. Y- if you want to get a rap from a, a head coach like Craig Bellamy to say uh, they wouldn't have won without him, that's a big rap. So it just shows where he's come, you know, how far he's come in his game, that he dominated. You know, and that's that's with Cam Smith in the same team um, to say that we wouldn't have won this match without uh, Pappenhaus, and that's that's a big rap. It and is. it was true though. It, was true. <clears throat> it is, and we've seen the Penrith forwards do the job, but Jerome Luai has probably come along further yeah. than most players. In this competition this year, and we spoke about him last year with his great body language and his great skill. I saw that last week, Joel. He was on it again. About, he did it again. He did it again. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. I, I think that's what Joel's talking about. Looking at people in the yeah, eye and he then, did it. Uh, yeah, almost mesmerising yeah. them before he does his stuff. And clearly with his hat trick in uh, oh, just he's just a Jesus good kid as well. I mean, he's only a kid. We have got to remember they're the same age, mm. um, and they're both kids and they're dominating in their positions. Well, look, if Parramatta somehow beats South, I, I can't see Parramatta beating Penrith. 
Yeah. I think South will have a bit of a say in that. Um, and Melbourne is going to have a, their hands full because they're going to have the Roosters or the Raiders. So yes. it's a tough draw for Melbourne, but um, having that week off will help them. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, there's a few injuries there. Munster, yeah, a few niggles, Munster, yeah. I spoke to the Storm today, and Munster had his knee, uh, knee in a brace, but um, they said he wasn't limping, which is a good sign. Well, that's good. It's good. I, I, I looked at that injury. It looked more of a whack, if anything. Is that I, what you, well, you've had him. Yeah, I think it was just a whack, like a knee on knee, or a, he's like I think he's only got tapped, but it didn't look like it got um, perplexed, you know, or bent or anything. No. He just got a whack on the knee, and they do hurt. Mm. <laughs> That's a big bruise. Okay, doke. Thanks, Steve. Uh, we'll talk next week and uh, see if we can get our tips right again. Well, we're saying we're saying we got them right. I, I, yeah, I, I forget from week to uh, week what we said. But well, I do remember I said that there'll be a field, Nathan Cleary field goal in it. Amazing. Yeah, that was. That. I've got to <laughs> talk it up because my top eight tips were a disaster. Yeah, same, same. Okay. Thanks, Joel.